Well, of course, the big story today, Dorian is expected moving offshore to the east as it moves uh, generally north-northwest bound, turning a little more northward with time. That keeps the eye of the hurricane anywhere from about 75 to 90 to 95 miles east of our coastline from St. John's, Duval, and Nassau County. But having said that, it has a wide uh, area of high winds, so we'll see the beach battering that we expected and still strong and gusty winds all the way to Interstate 95 with spread power outages and downed trees all the way to the I-95 corridor, but the most widespread uh, downed trees and power line damage likely to be at our beach communities, the intercoastal and areas along the St. John's River. Look for uh, Dorian to make its closest pass to St. Augustine about early to mid-afternoon, Jacksonville late afternoon into the very early evening hours, and then uh, moving up to uh, east and southeast of uh, Georgia coastline and northeast of Jacksonville by late evening. There will be a very sharp cutoff in the rain this afternoon. It'll be heavy through the morning and midday hours with some thunderstorms at times, uh, drenching downpours, and of course the high winds. But with hurricanes that are moving close, relatively close to shore, and as they're weakening, they'll draw in that dry air off the continental U.S., and that will eat away at the southern and southwestern and western portions of the circulation, and we'll have sort of a uh, a lopsided hurricane here before long where the northern and northeastern side has all the very heavy rain and the south and west side becomes dry. So while the rain starts out heavy today, it will come to a pretty quick end from southwest to northeast this afternoon and evening, and then that's going to be it for the rainfall. It will take longer, though, for the winds to diminish. So looking at winds onshore out of the east driving that rain. Look out if you have east-facing windows, doors, or garage doors. You may very well have some water penetration through early this afternoon through the heaviest rain. And if you're close to the beaches, you could have uh, water penetration from, of course, the ocean. And then uh, those winds blowing with gusts up to and in excess of 50 to 60 miles per hour at the intercoastal beaches and along the St. John's River. And then as the hurricane moves on by, the winds shift to out of the west. So we'll see those wind gusts of 40 and 50 miles per hour along I-95 and 50 to 60 miles per hour or greater at the beaches become a west wind. And the sustained winds will be pretty strong all the way through about midnight and then slowly diminish from midnight through sunrise on Thursday. Day, but it's an offshore wind. Winds out of the west, the opposite of when the hurricane, when Doreen was approaching, and that means it really cleans up the surf. There'll be a lot of surfers out there, but boy, be careful because the beaches are going to be scoured by the pounding surf that we're experiencing today, the very high wave action. A few breakers today could reach 20 to 25 feet in spots at our beaches, so that's going to leave some pretty dangerous conditions at our beaches, even though the overall weather conditions improve dramatically tomorrow. And as Dorian moves out, not only are we going to have sunshine, it's going to get hot. Temperatures will soar into the 90s tomorrow. Even the beaches will make a run for the century mark tomorrow for a, to, close to 100 degrees. And then uh, still in the 90s, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but it'll go dry and there'll be a lot of sunshine. The nights won't be quite so bad, though. Thursday night and Friday night, the lower humidity will allow some inland spots into the 60s at least, so that helps. And then for kickoff for the Jags, home opener on Sunday, hot and humid. Temperatures will be in the 90s under partly sunny skies. So once again, in summary, Dorian making its closest approach to Jacksonville in northeastern Florida this afternoon and evening, but still 80-plus miles to the east. On this track, we can expect the beaches to take a pummeling. There'll be very high seas and surf. 
Breakers at our beaches may reach or even exceed 20 feet. There'll be a very high rip current risk. There'll be storm surge of as much as four to six feet at the beaches, two to four feet along the St. Johns River and its tributaries. Rainfall will average as much as five to seven inches right at the beaches and then drop off pretty quickly as you go inland with average rainfall two to four inches locally more along I-95 and generally an inch or less west of Highway 301. And the winds are not going to be much of a factor inland either. We're looking at sustained winds as high as tropical storm force, 40-plus miles per hour today and this evening, which will close some of the bridges, if not all of them, at the intercoastal and the beaches. Gusts 50 and 60 miles per hour along the I-95 corridor. Sustained winds 30 to 40 miles per hour, which may allow for most, if not all, the bridges to stay open for the most part with maybe some temporary closures. Wind gusts will still reach 50 miles per hour or higher along the I-95 corridor. And then winds near and west of Highway 3 only 15 to 25 miles per hour, some gusts around 30 miles per hour. So there will be quite a range, and this is much more of a beach and uh, coastal story than it is inland. Much like Matthews, we've talked about the last several days, but that was even closer than uh, Dorian is going to be, and a little bit inside the track of Floyd 20 years ago, back in 1999. All of these, uh, though, Matthew and Dorian and Floyd really pounding our beaches. With all your weather all the time, I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish from the CBS 47 and Fox 30 Action News Jack's First Alert Weather Center for News 104.5 WOKV.